Welcome to the Porn Stars Are People podcast. I'm here with, oh, I didn't even get, didn't get the pronunciation, Grace Evangeline. Correct. Yes! First try. <laughs> uh, thank you for, for her, uh, coming on. I appreciate it. Um, I just met your 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 uh, your your sons, your 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 pets, yes. your chihuahuas. Yes. Who are they? Paco and Pepe. <laughs> okay, they're, that they're makes very, sense. They're very Mexican. They're chihuahuas. <laughs> they're from another country. They have. Uh, <laughs> so their Spanish name is Paquito and Pepito. Okay, because they're mm-hmm. tiny. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I did I did uh, uh, seventh grade Spanish. I'm crushing <laughs> it. Uh, so we're out here in. Uh, I've never been to this part of Florida before. This is like. You said with Plant City, yes, which I'm seems fitting. I'm in the country, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, we're you're not even in the country. You're like inside of a cornfield. Well, or not a cornfield, but a uh, a crop. Strawberries. Strawberries, you said, and then uh, yeah. she was giving me the rundown of of how uh, how it works to to repurpose the soil. Right, you have to put the nutrients back in yeah. from when the strawberries uh, grow and just deplete it. I don't know anything about. I, I've realized recently now that I've been I've been like really getting into where the food comes from and realizing that you can't really buy a lot of the food because of what they're doing to it. And so I'm like, but I'm, I feel very dumb because like I, I was at a buddy's house and he like, he had uh, put an onion in water. Right, and to make it grow again. And so then there's another onion coming out of the top and I was like, but if you're only going to get one more onion out of it, why didn't you just eat the first onion? Because I don't know any of it, I literally is don't know how any of it works. I don't know how many he, onions you get broke? out of one onion. <laughs> no, he's not broke. <laughs> he was just, I think he just, I think he decided that they waited too long, and so they put it in water. He was like, as he said, he said, this is my fifth grade experiment, actually. He said, I'm going to see what happens. Okay. Because he doesn't know. I don't, because I have no idea what happens when you put an onion, and you plant one onion. It grows. Into how many onions? Oh, um, just one more. <laughs> well, okay. it actually might shoot off more, but you're supposed to pinch it. Yeah. Because it just needs to use the power to produce one. Okay. But then you can do it again. But then when do you eat the onion? When it's ready, because <laughs> because if it was you have to wait for the top one to be ready, and then you can use the, the top top one or the bottom one. Okay, so the again. so the one that grew the a new onion is still an onion. It's still at an that onion. point. Okay, yeah. See, this is this is how this is how not equipped I am. It doesn't change to a potato. <laughs> Why well, just? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it turns into just uh, onion, like it uses itself as the nutrients and then creates another one. Uh, I, I have no, I have no growing knowledge. Yeah, you That's can, where I'm you at. can keep using it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that was one, of, that was one of the plot lines in um, what was the movie where Matt Damon makes it to the moon? He cuts a potato in half, plants both of them, uses his own feces as, you know as fertilizer. I, I don't watch movies. <laughs> I just watched, and I, I made this huge tweet about it. Yeah. I just watched Basic Instinct. The oh, other day. the first one. I didn't know there was another. There was a second one. It was yeah. very uh, poorly received. I'm uh, I, I'm so far behind. What did you movies. think of Basic Instinct? Um, so I tweeted that I was going to watch it. Yeah. Everybody's like, it sucks. It sucks. Really? It was hot. It, it was just great. Such a hot movie. It had movie. it created like this, um, this sort of I don't know uh, this not a parody, but it's it's created this this world that uh, that everybody was obsessed with that scene for a while, like. Right, the, so the then interrogation I started, scene. I started googling that, and they said that she didn't know that that was going to be in there. Oh, um, and then when she did it, and obviously it cut caught yeah. her pussy. Yeah, that uh, she asked for them not to use it. Interesting, and she got really upset about it. I don't. So I don't remember. Uh, it's 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 interesting because now it's hearsay, right? So it's like I don't remember what was happening when it came out, and we didn't have the type of 
uh, tabloid media that we do now when the movie came out. Mm -hmm. And I was a child when it came out. So I don't remember any of this being a big controversy. I just remember that people wanted to see it for that reason because nobody had ever done anything like that on film before. And and especially in mainstream, that that wasn't sort of considered... Um, I guess I guess it would have been considered porn. Like I think that probably was like the the question mark was: Do we want to rate this NC seventeen? Because NC seventeen because of this one scene, this one little clip. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her being mad, but I would I I guess once it happens, and now it's out, it's sort of in your favor to go. I didn't look. I didn't know that this was going to happen. I didn't know this was going to go anywhere. Uh, I assumed that the, that I was just in character, you know. Uh, because it creates a bigger controversy and it makes more people want to see it. And it sort of like takes the blame off of her if anybody judges her. Right, right. I mean, sh- perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, but that sold the movie. <laughs> it sold the shit out of the movie, yeah. But it, I, I really liked it. I yeah. loved the ending of it, but I'm, yeah, I don't know a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was one of, it was one of a bunch of movies in, I guess, the 80s and 90s where, uh, they were, basically just calling women crazy they were like they were like if you hook up with a hot woman she's going to try to kill you and your family at some point like fatal attraction fatal attraction that was a great basic instinct disclosure was the one where where uh where michael douglas got raped by demi moore oh yeah i did see that one one (laughs) so these movies i don't think these movies could uh could make it in this climate so what was the first movie that you saw where you remembered nudity or sex scenes um, I, I don't know. So we always had like Showtime and HBO. And so that was sort of like how I made it through puberty was like, I, I like, I saved up, they wouldn't buy me a TV. So I saved up to buy a TV. I, I spent $134 on a 13 inch TV and it took me like two <laughs> summers or something like something ridiculous longer than it should have, you know? And, uh, and I was like, and I was like having people in my family contribute to this TV fund or whatever. Mm-hmm. $134. Like it's ridiculous. Baller. And um, <laughs> and once I had the TV, uh, basically, I just locked my door always. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was always in there finding something. And then Sundays was always like on Cinemax and Showtime was always these sort of like real sex or like these like soft core porn movies. And so this was this was sort of the thing. So I was enjoying it on my own. I do remember there being sort of sexual content in something like Dangerous Minds, because I said Dangerous Minds with my father. And I can't remember whether or not this even exists, uh, but I remember being in a like in a room where there was like a sex scene and my father was there. And it was just a quick thing, but it felt like the longest experience <laughs> of my life. Because I was like I was like in front of the TV and he was in the couch and we just, I think we both just didn't move. We were like deer in headlights. We were like, if, if you don't move, nothing, nothing happens. See, if you have Southern par- parents, they do this. They'll cover your eyes. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think I think I mean, he would have had to run up and like cover my head. And there was also there's three kids at that point. So I don't oh. think they couldn't they couldn't have got everybody. Well, the first they would one just that cover I your eyes. That's yeah, happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you can't see it. But my first one was Porky's. I totally okay. remember all the tits and Porky's. And that's such a porny movie. Yeah. And but here's what's funny. So my dad's a farmer. Yeah. Um, But he had a side business when I was little, where he would put in satellite dishes. Remember the big, huge ones? So we had satellite before anyone else did. But we didn't get any dirty channels. So at nighttime, when the dirty stuff would come on, it was scrambled. But the scrambling was different than what it is now. Right. And you could see it. You could see a boob. So 
I had this girlfriend over, I was probably maybe nine or ten, and I had this girlfriend over to stay the night one night, and I was like, do you want to watch this? <laughs> but of course, it wa- really wasn't on, but right. it was good enough for yeah. me. So we're s- on the floor, and we're watching it, and you can tell something's going on. I don't even know what is going now on, because I don't know about sound. I yet. forgot about this. So I, I think you could, ha- and I think the sound was clear. Like, the mm. sound was like the normal sound of the movie, so you could kind of s- tell what was going on. I don't remember if I had sound or not. Well, you probably didn't want to get caught, so you probably had it off. I, I might have had it <laughs> off. So at one point, she's over this, but yeah. I'm totally into it. Yeah. Well, fast forward to about maybe six or seven years ago, the girl hit me up, and she sent me a message, and she says, um, so I remember something that we used to do. Now, I remember doing this to her, right, so right. I was like panicking right. that she's about to say that somehow <laughs> like traumatized <laughs> I her. traumatized her. So I responded, oh, yeah, what's that? And she goes, you used to put chocolate syrup on your cereal. Ah! Like, <laughs> it just goes to show all those little moments where like where we think like we're doing something naughty or we're, or it's like. Uh, it's like a first experience. Like that's something that like stays with us for a long mm-hmm. time. We used to uh, when I lived in Ohio. I lived in Ohio for three years, and I was and I was a younger kid of a group of kids in the neighborhood, and they had like stolen somebody's Playboys, and they buried them in the. And we lived in a neighborhood where there was like always like a like a house uh, going up, so they buried mm-hmm. them in like this empty lot, and me and the kids my age, so the, the older kids would go over dig them up. Uh, and then look at them, and then they'd make us like wait like over by the street. I can't remember if I ever saw them, but as a kid, you're so dumb that you don't know like that the parents know everything. And so I'm just sitting at dinner one day, and I'm like, uh, I said something about Playboy mm-hmm. to my mother, uh, and she starts freaking out. Uh, at the time, I didn't know that my father was subscribed to Playboy, so she thought I found playboy in the house and i was like asking her about it instead i thought i was being coy and saying playboy like oh moms won't know about playboy and so she sat me down and she like put me like under duress and made me confess and i got all the kids in the neighborhood i got their playboys taken away oh no i was the worst you were the i was the snitch yeah oh i was the worst and they were like dude why did you have to tell your mom and i was like no she cornered i was like i couldn't i was in third grade i couldn't explain my way out of it well, it's funny now that it's 2018. If you if you're a kid and you mention Playboy to your parent, your mom was probably in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's funny. Your mom's got a spread. She's <laughs> proud. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, the uh, the Pac-10. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> no, the uh, uh, there was a guy I'm, uh, I met. A guy I did comedy with. I won't say his name, but he's a pretty pretty uh, well-to-do comedian. And his he he his uh, mother-in-law mm-hmm. is a Playboy playmate. And his father-in-law is a, is an NFL player, but so that's just an interesting, uh, timely thing. Because yeah, I don't know, because I, I don't know if I've ever met anybody else that was in that was in Playboy in the old days, in the good old days. Although that's all we would do, we would like we would Google to see if those those people in the movies that we thought were hot were in that thing. We, I guess we didn't we do we do it now, but but at the time we were like that was the thing. I so my so once I got to once I was in fifth grade sixth grade, my father would get the Playboys every month, and I found out where he had them stashed. Okay, and then. And then I would go and I would like, and he had them like categorized, and he had them still in the black shrouded plastic. And I would go and I would get them, and then so, and then it started to be this weird trend where like I would get them, and then somebody would come home, and then I couldn't return them, 
or I'd have to like sneak out in the middle of the night and try to return it like by flashlight. And then eventually I just started keeping them. And then I and then same kind of thing. Like I got caught by my sister having them. Uh-oh. And then my father sat me down and and he's like flipping through one of them. It was this weird scene because uh, I sat down in this chair and it felt like it felt like basic instinct because mm-hmm. I'm sitting in this chair and my father's sitting there and he's like flipping through the magazine just like openly like. And a page was sticky. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I've always been really good about not, about uh, about about my my uh, my process. So, so so I don't get it anywhere. So so he's so he's flipping through this thing and he's sitting here telling he's he goes, son, I'm really disappointed in you. And I like l- and I like let that statement like affect me as a kid. But at the time I should have been like, dad, I'm disappointed in you. You're married <laughs> to my mother. You shouldn't be looking at this. This is for me. I'm 14. You know? Like this should have been like my some sort of my inheritance. Like this should have been a thing you gave me. Well, maybe maybe you will get it. For well, he was ma- he here was the thing. He was mad at me because I took one out of the mailbox, so he hadn't seen it yet. Oh, well, <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> so it was kind of so it was like this. It was like this weird like like magazine virginity that I took. You know, so he took it personal. That's so funny. I forgot about that. I've always wanted to write a bit about that idea, about this just this him just sitting on this chair just telling me he's disappointed in me. So ridiculous. <laughs> so what else? So uh so you have this strange uh is this your <laughs> This is my tiny is your house. doll collection here? Oh, those are my Barbie dolls. <laughs> okay. Yes. Some of these predate you. I'm I'm old. Most of these predate. I don't know. Well, cuz I know the ones that came out in my generation and I know the ones that came out in my mother's generation. Yeah. So some of these, some of these definitely predate. Like you saying, you had these as, as a kid. As, no, as I got these actually as an adult. That's what I thought. Yeah. These are crazy. So what do you have? So you have some. You have some African lady. Yeah. So those are. Um, what is this series called? Uh, I think it's just Barbie of the world. So one's Africa. Yeah. One is Europe. Then there's Asia. Um, I think. Oh, the one in the back is the Americas. That okay, so so na- as, as in Native Americans, yeah. I wonder. Um, this is they're kind of so they have to jam a continent into one into one creature. Yeah. So it's kind of it's it's potentially pretty racist. I mean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a Jew, so <laughs> <laughs> we get away with things. Sure, sure. <laughs> so what is the what is this? Uh, there's like a. Um, Wizard of Oz, like yeah, there's there's like a midget Tin Man. What is that about? A baby Tin Man. Yeah, so I have um the lion, the scarecrow. Why are they babies? Dorothy. It's so creepy. I don't know why they're babies. This is now if you so here's my uh, here's my original cabbage. The patch. cabbage patch, yes, that's an original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where the face is still is th- sewn that's too. A, that's yeah. a soft one. Yeah, and then those weird in, noses. In the like in the mid eighties, they made them with yeah. hard faces. Right, I remember. I get I, I get hit in the face with those a lot. So that's my soft face one. That's crazy. I don't even remember that one's name. So if if I would say you could shoot a horror movie coming out of the out of the strawberry field into <laughs> here and then onto these dolls because this is this is terrifying. Is it? Is it is it spooky? It's terrifying. Oh. It, I mean, if they have like a um, meaning to you, it's fine. But my my young my younger sister used to get tormented by my older sister. She would take the dolls and position them in in, in ways, 
and then act as though she had no information. So my little sister was convinced that her dolls were moving and doing things whenever she was out of the room. So there was one particular scene that my, that my older sister made where she took one of the dolls and she had made a noose and she, one of the dolls was holding the noose and the other doll was, was attached to the noose. So this, this I did that to one of my exchange students. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, we used to do jokes on each other. Yeah. And in her shower one time, I took a doll and I made a noose and made it hanging from the. So the so the, the doll had committed suicide. Yeah, wha- which is <laughs> which is funny because like, you know, she's a guest and she's from she was from Finland. Right. And imagine if your host mom was like killing dolls. <laughs> Wait, now she's got to call home and she's like, hey, uh, I got to talk to you. Um, Who are these people? This host mom keeps uh, having her dolls commit suicide in front of me. It's really it's really creepy. But she was great. Um, I used This is when I lived in another state. Yeah. And I got out of, um, we were coming home one day and I was trying to pull in the driveway and the garbage cans were stuck where I couldn't pull my car in. And I said, hey get out of the car and move these. So she gets out of the car, she moves them real quick, and instead of walking 20 feet, she gets back in the car. And I said, what are you doing right now? She goes, I'm an American, we don't walk anywhere. Ah, (laughs) she figured it out. Oh, that's great. That's exactly what an American would do. Yeah, Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Wait, so so you, this this was a thing you were doing for a a long period of time? We we had a girl Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, and I don't even know the details of it. I actually forgot that this even happened. You're bringing up all these, all these, uh, these deep memories. memories. <laughs> we had a girl named Constance from from uh, from France, and the only thing I, I the only thing I wanted to know as a dumb uh, American boy was whether or not she had armpit hair, because that was the thing that I had heard. Oh, they don't. I had a French girl too. Yeah, I've, I've had eight. I've had eight students from around the world. No and shit. They, they lived with me all for a year. Um, one year I had two at a time. I don't. I don't recommend that. No, that's a lot of. That's a lot of teenage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it becomes. It becomes just like anything else. It's like now. It's sort of like this weird. It's like. It's like a competition almost. It's like. No, they were totally different. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they were so different. One was from, um, that one was from Finland. It was another Finnish girl, and the other one was from uh, South Korea. Okay, very cool. And so they're night and day. They yeah. were Night and day. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Okay. So what's the arrangement? How does that whole process work? You go. I wanna. I wanna host somebody. Right. They come well, over, they go to school. It's the, so it's a lot more than getting a gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a, I, I have a gun, so yeah. it's a lot more. I have to register with the state department. Yep. They have to do an FBI background check yep. on me. I get fingerprinted. They have to go through. I think it was like a year of my financial statements yeah. to make sure that I can afford one of these kids right. because. Um, I don't get any money for it. Right. Uh, it costs me you money. You have to support them. Mm-hmm. They interviewed my immediate family to make sure that I wasn't crazy. Um, nothing's documented. So <laughs> <laughs> and and then you, after all that's done, you go shopping for a kid. Yeah. You get all these. No pro- shit. You get all these profiles and you read about them. And of course, all these kids are on their best behavior because they were right. from America. But you kind of see who's going to jive with your family yeah. and then you pick one no shit and then uh, about 10 and a half 11 months later you send them back yeah <laughs> that's crazy yeah we had this girl for a summer i never asked i wasn't old enough i never asked my, i don't even remember which house it was in i never asked my parents how this whole process happened. like it was i think it was kind of for my sister who was like studying french at the time mm-hmm. and so we had this girl i my i think my sister my sister was always good at convincing my parents of things mm-hmm. and so i think she she was the one who was into it 
and I think the goal was to have her go there at one like and uh, and go. So to my the, kids go travel now. Yeah. So, um, Which my sister didn't do that part. Yeah, they spend summers and stuff with some of the other families. No shit. And it works out, you know. Like I kept your kid for a year. You can yeah. Take mine for a few months. Like you could have a but place to stay. Th- but this last summer, my eldest daughter went backpacking through Europe with yeah. one of the girls. Yeah. So oh, it's I mean, great. So it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. We had uh, the o- the only other thing that it close to that was we had. Um, we had three. We had, I guess we only ended up with 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 girls. Uh, so we mm-hmm. had these four student, uh, f- uh, foreign exchange student girls at the high school, my senior year, and sort of because my high school was so sort of small and closed off, uh, they were just the girls that everybody wanted to date mm-hmm. and kiss and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I I made really good friends with um, with two of them actually, and I, I took one to a prom, and then the other one I've 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 gone to visit her in Greece a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is. It's something. It's something that uh, it's exotic. People should do more. Yeah, this should happen more often. This is great. Yeah. Especially now, the world is way smaller now. It's like it's not even hard to like communicate. Right. If you come over, like you're on Wi-Fi and you just call your dad. It's like it's not a big deal. Well, one of the rules um, is that they're not supposed to talk to their family. No kidding. Because when they come over here, if they're completely talking to their family and their they friends back, right, they get homesick. Yeah. And why go to school, an American school, all day and make a friend? Which is hard, right? When you can just go to school, learn something, come home, and and FaceTime, yeah. Someone well, else. And I think the other goal is is to try to get them to speak the language mm-hmm. immersively, right? Right. Um, I didn't realize that you, that you couldn't talk to your family. This is kind of this is kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's how it obviously wasn't initially. You had to just mail stuff. Uh, so that was like the basis of the program. But right. But yeah, that's crazy. Um, I'm trying to think. I've never been homesick. I've never had that emotion. No, I don't. I never understood. I miss my bed, but I'm not homesick. Sure. So, like, I go to Australia next week, and I'm gone for 18 days. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna miss my bed. Sure. Um, but I probably won't miss home. Right. The people. No. Yeah, I never understood. My my sister went to camp with my cousin, and she got they were there three days. And my cousin had to go home because she was homesick. And then my sister just had to be at camp by herself. Oh, yeah. Well, she had to make friends or yeah, figure it out. Yeah, no, I don't really get homesick. I never understood it. Mm-mm. I was in, uh, I did London for seven months. Uh, very little communication with my family. And I was 18. And it was great. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. It was the first time I was like an independent human. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. And then when my daughter travels, um, she wants to come home for the same reason. Just yeah. for her bed. Sure. It's not that she misses anybody. Yeah. It's not that she hates us. Right. But <laughs> she did, you know. She just misses her bed. Yeah, well, it's so much easier to 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 keep in contact with people now, and like, and if you know that the core and the root of the relationship is strong, mm-hmm. you don't then have to be there. The time doesn't matter. Right. That's what I'm finally at the at the stage in my life where I have people that have been in my life long enough where we don't even have to talk, we don't have to hang out. Uh, we could not have spoken in a year, mm-hmm. and we'll fall back right in. If 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 we end up in the same town, we'll fall back right into it, just like we just like we used to be. That's how you adult. Yeah, yeah. You just you just connect. I did. Yeah, uh, I I hadn't seen this dude in eight years. Um, and I was there a couple of days ago in Atlanta, and we sat down. I think we just talked for like ten hours straight. The one the one day, and then uh, and then the next day we woke up and talked for another six hours straight. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Mm-hmm. So we're like, oh, I think we're all caught up. We'll see you in seven <laughs> years again. <laughs> so this is so this is cool. This is interesting. So I have a real question. Okay. Um, I kept flipping the radio stations on my way out here, mm-hmm. um, and there was more than three Enrique Iglesias songs on. I'm sure. And I haven't heard Enrique Iglesias in New York in I don't know how long. So as soon as you hit Central Florida, that happens. Is he from here? Um, I don't think so. He might be from Miami. Yeah. 
And as you go further south, you get less and less English okay. stations. Yeah. It's all going to be yeah. Spanish. But I jam out to some Spanish music. Sure. Oh, for sure. I don't know what they're saying, but it's catchy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I uh, I get it. I mean, I get it. But it's like I was like, so like when you go to St. Louis, they play Nelly all the time. So I was like just trying to figure out if Enrique is Tampa's Nelly. No. Who's from Tampa? Um Plies is from Tampa. I don't know Plies. I think I one maybe one song. Um, who else is from Tampa? Where's from, Where's Flo Rida from? I don't know where he's from. I'm gonna have to figure it out. I'm gonna have to Google it. It would be It'd be sad if it's not even Florida. It's, I think it's <laughs> definitely Florida. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about da- I know Daddy Yankee is probably from Miami, but Puerto Rico, but Miami or I or no, he's Dominican. Who that is. I don't know who that is. You know Daddy Yankee? You're no. better off. You're better off. Uh, Pitbull's from Miami. Pitbull. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm thinking of Pitbull. Daddy yeah. Yankee's definitely... D- um, so Daddy Yankee, who, they're, they're, they're the opposite. Uh, uh, so if one of them's Puerto Rican, the other one's Dominican. And I don't know enough I about their music. P- I think Pitbull is Cuban, isn't he? he? I don't know. I don't have enough information anymore. No. Starting to make me look like a white racist. <laughs> he's one He's one of the Spanishes, right? He's one of the Spanishes. No, but I, it was great. So so the hero was playing. I did like a whole, I did a whole Snapchat story where I was crying, singing to hero. I miss Enrique. <laughs> I was Enrique for uh, for Halloween one year because Enrique was one of the first like, like uh, lookalikes that I ever like got. So I like put, I put this, gi- and I just thought it would be hilarious to put oh, this mole. gigantic mole. Right, he got the, right. he got the mole removed, I guess. Oh. But so, yeah, so I put this gigantic mole and it kept, and, and as the night went on, people would come up and they would like, they would like eyeliner me. So like they, so the mole would get bigger as the night went on, which is crazy. <laughs> so I got home and it was like my whole cheek. I totally bang him and his dad. I don't, so I don't know what his dad looks like. I just know that Julio Iglesias was like a thing that people yeah, said yeah. coming up, but I don't know. I never understood why, why Enrique Iglesias had to, to wear a beanie the whole time, especially if he's from like this climate. Like it's like, it's too hot for a goddamn beanie, Enrique. He had to wear a beanie? He was always wearing a beanie. I don't know if he had like a hair, like something he wasn't into his hair. I don't know. He always wore that really tight, like that, that tight pressed down like winter hat. You know, I don't know. No? It sounds like a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a yarmulke 2.0, so it's like it's like uh, two or three times the size of a yarmulke. Yeah, and you don't have to pin it on. It just it just it just squeezes your temples and pops your head out. I don't know. <laughs> so wait, uh, are there Jewish people in Florida? Is that even a thing? Yeah. 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 There's Big. Tons of yeah. us. Yeah. But we're all bad Jews. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's 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 well, that's sort of everything now, right? Like a, a Catholic is a bad Catholic, a Jew is a bad Jew. Yeah. Um. That was, that was what I found out as soon as I got to college and started meeting other people. <laughs> we're all bad. Yeah, it's everybody, and then and then sort of like that's the we commiserate on the fact that we're sort of outcasts, not that good at it. Yeah, yeah, but that's but that's I- inherently what it is now. Like I that's mean, around culturally, he, around here, it's mostly Southern Baptists. Yeah, around here. Okay. Yeah, maybe some Pentecostals. Maybe yeah. Some snake handlers, you know. <laughs> wait, but is that wait? That's not a religion, is it? Yeah, snake handler is not a religion. <laughs> no, the Pentecostals. <laughs> oh, so like the more Pentecostal you go, the crazier they are. Is so, that what? It so when you get to the really crazy Pentecostals, they have um, they have the long hair that they don't cut. Okay, you know the jean skirts down to their no. ankles, like almost um, like Amish. Yeah. Yeah, kind of almost like that. But they don't believe in medicine. Okay. So they, they're going to pray it away. Okay. And if you have enough faith, you can handle a very poisonous snake, like a rattlesnake. And it won't fuck and you up. Well, it does. You yeah. can Google that. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. But you know, if they get bit, then you got to pray again because you're, you oh. can't go. You can't. Go I li- to the hospital. I'll be honest with you. I like this a little bit. I think I think we would have a, a a better society if we were just trying to pray away sickness, and I think we'd lose some people that we don't need. <laughs> like natural selection, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, listen, you don't need to get that many like uh, ear infections <laughs> that fast. Like, you can go. It's time. Um, there are people that have made it for uh, thanks to the to modern medicine that didn't need to make they it. They shouldn't be here. Yeah, they, sh- they didn't need to make it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not my place to say, but not, but. Obviously, if, if it were okay left if to nature, <laughs> if it were left to nature, it would have gone a different way. What I mean, was that one guy? Um, what's the what's the crazy church in the Midwest? The Baptist church. I don't know. Um, the ones that that show up to all the dead soldiers. No, I don't have uh, any information about this. I can't think of their name right off the hand, but this what were they doing? This church goes around now. The church is only family members. Okay, <laughs> and so incest and right. And what's funny is they're all attorneys too. Okay, because they go around to fo- to fallen soldiers, uh, funerals, and they protest it. It's the God. It's the God hates bags people. They protest soldiers. Soldiers funerals because they don't want them to have fought for anything. Right. Oh wow! Uh, because God hates soldiers. God hates war. And oh. then they go around to when s- when someone's gay, who uh, that's a known gay guys, yeah. they show up and they do the God hates fags signs. Oh and wow! Stuff. So when we had the Orlando bombing, I don't think God called them fags. I, I don't think so. he said figs. <laughs> 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 Whenever we had the Orlando bombing, they came down here, no. and it was crazy that they're oh, at, they up. were at the funerals of these people. Um, it starts with the W West. West something Baptist. Oh, gosh, it's going to bother me. West, well, I was going to say West Southern, but that doesn't make no. sense. But, yeah, so. That's they, fucked so up. They, I didn't know that happened. Yeah, so they came How here. mad would you be if somebody came to, you, came to your person's funeral and like, whatever thing they were, they were, like, protesting? Right, so they it. had the signs they're like, and Fuck everything. Fuck Italians. But there like, was only, on. like, 25 to 30 of them, yeah. which is probably the whole congregation. Yeah, that's enough and to piss me off. thousands of us showed up. Yeah. So when they start Screaming, God hates fags or whatever. Yeah. We broke out in song, and it was the most beautiful. Oh, thing. nice. Well, Kumbaya, what'd you do? Um, what the world needs now. Which which song is that? You don't want me to sing. It's love, yeah. sweet love. It's the only thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, keep, keep going. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's great. Oh, that's awesome. But they're crazy people. Yeah. Religion's nuts, man. Yeah, it makes people do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. I, I, I go back and forth with this. This doesn't really have to do with religion, but this has to do with sort of morality. It's because we're all sort of looking for a reason to not do shitty things to other people. And so we've come up with things with laws. We have religion. We have all these things. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I sort of have this vague idea in my head that um, I think we would all be more moral if we didn't have any of those things. If we didn't have any of the laws, any of the religion... It would just be logical that, like, if you try to kill a person, they would try to kill you. And then if you killed Bob, Bob's family would be like, you can't kill Bob. And they would kill you, and it would be done. It would be so much faster. The problem with moving to a logical society is most people don't have common sense. That's true. So well, that's the problem, right? As soon as you put a bunch of people together now, now for some reason, it, 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 it it's like how uh, – they're like lemmings. It's like whatever yeah. the group wants Jumped. now becomes yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, we kind of have that in Florida. We have that with our with our gun laws down here. What's, which part? So um, about defending yourself. Yeah. So if in, in Florida – you can defend yourself with your gun, and and you can kill the person. Yeah. But that person better be close to you. Yeah. You can't shoot them from the back. You're going to have to be real close. Oh uh, yeah. Now, 
So you can so you can manipulate that law. Yeah. This is what I find super interesting, and and this uh, this was one of the 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 more um, specific things that I found was I was in South Africa and I met a Trump supporter. Wow. And he went on this uh, this speech about how. so when people are winning and all this other stuff and it was a gun conversation basically he was like you used to be able to if somebody broke into your house you could shoot them and uh and it wasn't a crime now if they break in your house you shoot them they get to this and he's talking about the health care and how they're going to get if 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 you get hurt if he shoots you and you shoot him he gets this better health care than you do and all this other sort of thing and i'm still going time out like you're still killing a human being right that's a lot to live with for entering your home yeah like there's a like there's plenty of conversation. Like I'm pretty sure that if somebody enters your home to steal something, they they have no interest in in, in killing you. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the last thing on their mind. And if they enter your home to kill you, you maybe did something to be in that position. Or people can be just crazy. Like there's no people. That's <laughs> the, sure. There's sure there's the crazy factor, right? But like that is that is a uh, that is a tiny percentage. Like there are zero people, as far as I know, right now that are that are hoping and trying and planning to kill me. And that's because of the way that I live my life. Right. Uh, but there are people out there who people are like thinking about whether or not they can kill them and get away with it. And that's that's a reflection. Show on that. That's the reflection on the guy <laughs> on the, the whole TV show. Snapped. Snapped is all. <laughs> oh, is that it? Oh, yeah. Well, it's about women who kill people. Sure. It's it's great. It's great entertainment. Yeah, yeah. they should probably throw a couple dudes in there. Well, just it's to all make about it women. I mean, there's probably a lot more men out there than women. Well, here's the thing, and, and this is the thing that I sort of found uh, when there was a guy in my college who who just sort of randomly killed his like baby mama the only thing going through my head was this idea of like what did she say to him to like trigger that moment and it sort of made me like acutely aware of the fact that we're all sort of capable of murder Mm -hmm. and we just have to like make sure that we don't walk that line like we should we don't need we can't like be on that edge i one time i was uh i got back in uh in my car and my dog was in the car and then the girl that i was dating her purse was in the car and um I got back in the car and the alarm's going off and I'm like trying I'm like so confused I'm trying to figure out what happened and um and then I looked and so the window was like barely open but because my dog was in the car I ran in to get dog food and somebody had apparently reached their arm in cracked it down and then unlocked the the door hmm. b- by the window mm-hmm. um which my car had an anti theft system so it started beeping so I so then they had already pulled off and gone away and then I got it in my head that they were trying to steal my dog and so there was like a second of my life where I was like, I'm just going to follow them, run them off the road and kill them. <laughs> uh, and then I like calmed down and I was like, honestly, they're probably just trying to take the purse. Like, that's probably what it was. See, but but there was that moment. My dog. They'd bring it back. They're, yeah. You're, well, you're, yeah, your dogs are, are sort of grumpy. And they're like, <laughs> so but there was that moment where I was like, I was like, I would kill for this creature that was born in an attic in Schenectady, New York. Like, what the hell would I do if I had a daughter? Yeah. Like like the day that I become a father, I immediately become capable of murder. Like that's my biggest fear. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't never. Who would you emotions. Who would you kill for? I am. Well, I almost. I had a guy one time out in my laundry room. I came home and it was dark, and um, this dog comes out on my back porch. Yeah. So I was talking to this dog. Where where you're just you come chatting from? with this dog. Right. And <laughs> my and my my laundry room door flings open and this guy comes out of it. Yeah, it was his dog. Oh, and he's screaming that he's being chased, and he's just making a ruckus before he runs off. 
Well, I couldn't get my back door opened because of my adrenaline. And yeah. I'm shaking so much. And yeah. I finally come in here and I'm telling my kids, like, there's a man outside. Yeah. But before I could get it out, like, I'm stuttering. And my daughter's like, did you see a frog out there? I'm like, no. But anyhow, <laughs> so the cops come out and they look for this guy. I gave a really good description of him. And yeah. they're like, that's Joe. This guy has a name. Yeah. You know who they know is? Oh, that's Joe. He Joe. does this. So he's some he's some meth head. Yeah. That thought his people were chasing him. Right. So he's hiding in my laundry room. But what was crazy is I was strapped. My gun was in my purse. You and said readily available. Okay. So I had I had this I had this I had this crazy conversation with somebody the other day because I um I think they said strapped, and right. I and I was convinced, um, or she uh, she might have said packing heat. That's another one. This goes a packing heat, and mm-hmm. then I sort of like I sort of like jumped down her throat because I was like, I don't think that that's like, I don't think that that's like the the, the across the board term for like having guns. I think it I, is. I think it, I think or packing heat. Yeah. yeah, I was like in my head, I was like I, I I like sort of like blamed her for like. Um, like like using vernacular that didn't belong to her. Like I was like I was nope. like I was like this came from like from like uh, gang violence and and like when you say that you're putting a certain type of person in somebody's head and uh, and then maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Um, well, it, it probably does come from that type of society, but yeah. it's just showing that you're you're readily available. Yeah. To well, I know what it, I, and I know so, what it means. So it's like. But what was <laughs> crazy is like my adrenaline was going so much, and I I have practiced a lot with weapons. Yeah. I could not physically pull it out of my purse. Right. My car keys were in my hand. I never thought to hit that panic button. Yeah. But then, like, after all that faded away, I had to think about it. What if I killed someone? Right. Which goes right back to what you were saying. What if I shot Yeah, someone? what would be the worth of that? Yeah. Right. I mean, was he attacking me? I thought at that right. moment he right. was. My kids were in the home, which yeah. is another. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's know. like mother mother bear syndrome. Right, but you know, thankfully I didn't. Thankfully shoot I didn't Joe. Shoot. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> so so That's the Joe crazy. story goes comes back. So. <laughs> Yeah, crazy meth heads are always they, they sort of always, always uh, they don't. So they, yeah. I had a moped at that time, and the okay. next day I go outside to the moped, and Joe had a very prominent cross necklace on okay. when we were face to face. Yeah, because of course if you're doing meth, you have a lot of religion in <laughs> right. your life. So I go outside to the moped, and in the ignition of the moped was his cross. What? Like, he was trying to... He jammed it in there. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when you're on... uh, I mean, I'm not speaking from experience, but I think when you're on meth, yeah, you're not... He's just out of it. Yeah, you just have something in your hand, and like, it it makes sense. Let's jam that in there. Did it start? (laughs) Did it fuck up the bike? No, it didn't mess it up. You just pulled it out, and it didn't even mess up the, um, the metal... What's the word I'm looking for? Little metal things to turn it on. I don't know. Uh, connections? Toggles? I don't know. Metal connections. Metal know. connections inside. Oh, inside the inside the ignition. Yeah. And and when you pulled the and when you pulled the cross out, it didn't burn your hands. So then you knew that you were <laughs> <laughs> saved by grace. <laughs> <laughs> so you were fine. Uh, that's, that's really funny. Oh, that's crazy. So Joe, Joe the meth head, Joe's man. Crazy. Yeah, the, uh, I, there was a movie that I saw. It was like this. It was like 
HBO in between, uh, acknowledging that they had a lot of money and that they that there that mo- a movie would end and then there would be a period of time where they couldn't start another movie because it wasn't on the hour, right? So movie if a movie was like an hour and forty five minutes, then there'd be fifteen minutes of nothing. Mm-hmm. So they like put money into making these little short films, and one of them was Sam Rockwell, who I fell in love with on that uh, in this episode. It was like an eight minute episode where this guy. Drunk driving, runs over a girl. He gets sentenced to community service and to write a check every week to the family. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was every month. Maybe it was like every 15th, whatever day that he killed her like for, for like five years. And he was like, it, it was like a, a menial amount. It was like five bucks or whatever. He would send it. And so because of that, like this, this girl's life was like haunting him forever. He was having these dreams of this girl he would see her everywhere you know he was going nuts because of the guilt of killing a person Mm -hmm. so you could you know you could be in a position where if you shot joe you would just be seeing joe everywhere i probably would you would continue to try to shoot joe that'd be a lot to live with i'm so glad that i wasn't able to do it are you still in that town where joe was yeah but this house oh is this house house. (laughs) like what is he is he still around like so no, this was he lived a few houses down. Yeah, lived is a is a strong word well, for a method. Okay, right. Well, <laughs> someone else's house. Yeah, and that house got condemned. Someone bought it. Okay, they flipped it. Yeah, and there's no more meth. Yeah, there's there. a random like down at the beginning of the street is sort of like it's a totally different vibe. Uh, so right, it was two the, blocks it was down. The first house. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, sh- that no tiny, shit. Tiny, tiny one. Yeah. yeah it's almost. It's it. like a. That it's, was the mess it's house. like the. It's like every house that gets picked up in a tornado that gets <laughs> yes. like dropped somewhere else. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so Joe. So Joe is no longer. Yeah. There's um. There's one of those in every town. So I live in Hoboken, and mm-hmm. uh, there is a there is a uh, a trans woman who is just like six foot three. Giant fake butt, giant fake breasts. Uh, doesn't really wear clothes uh, to cover them. Mm-hmm. Like a size thirteen foot, and her name is Taxi, I guess. Taxi. Taxi, and she lives okay. next door to me, and I've and I've seen her for years. I've lived in this place for eight years, nine years, and um, I ca- well, I went. A friend of mine parked. Uh, didn't ask me where to park. Just parked. Uh, to came came to visit. Parked in front of something. Got towed. So we had to go find the cops. This and that. The other thing, and. Uh, we, we, the cops were dri- uh, driving us back to my place to, um, to drop us off after we like filled the police report about the car. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, you live, uh, right next to taxi. And it, and it was like this big, like joke mm-hmm. that like, uh, the cops, I guess the cops just ask other dudes if they know taxi. Cause that's like, that's the funniest thing to them mm-hmm. is because they know that she's, she's most likely a prostitute and she's this, you know, she's this crazy, uh, person, but she's the Joe. Of Hoboken, <laughs> this taxi, she and she math. does, and she walks. I don't know. I mean, she walks around and randomly she just yells things. You know, she's just wa- talking to herself. I found out uh, maybe she has Tourette's. She might have Tourette's. I don't think Fuck it's damn shit. I don't think it's Tourette's. <laughs> it's like more. It's like it's like more cognizant, but it's like to nobody. Well, this is what I. Fu- this is what I decided is once I got to New York, I realized that like there are people, there are crazy people all over the streets, and then I realized I was like, oh, these people are like where I grew up too, but they have cars. Mm-hmm. So if you have a car, you get to just fucking ah, finish an argument in the car by yourself, you know, because I, I found myself doing it once. I was like I was in this crazy tumultuous relationship. I was 20 and I thought that like that, like uh, if something was going bad, you could solve it through communication, you know. And so I was with this girl who it was never going to work That's out with. That's a dumb idea. It's so <laughs> stupid. I believed in love, uh, longevity. What an idiot. So so I'm like going. Th- and so we were always in this fight. And so I was going through this fight 
night in my head one day in Brooklyn. I'm walking around, and I'm on the street by myself, uh, and I'm just, like, having this fight. Uh, she's not there, and I'm just having the rest of this fight. And I'm stammering and mumbling to myself, and some of the words are getting larger than the others. And I come around the corner, and then there was a couple there, and I was just, and I now I was the crazy guy who was like <laughs> yelling to himself. And then I realized, yeah, that's the only difference is a car. Like you don't know how bad oh, somebody's shower. day is going. The shower. Shower. This, okay, I relive everything in the shower. Yeah, and then if you have a roommate everything. in New York, then you're just a crazy person. Right. Well, not if your roommate does it also. <laughs> right. So no, we don't do cars here. Yeah. What is it? We shared. Do, we uh, do share. We do showers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Every argument, what I said, what I should have said. Yeah. yeah. Know, concerts, concerts are great for, for the showers yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, singing. Yeah. You're afraid of singing uh, in public, but right. you'll do it in the shower. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'm a um, Dale. So I only, <laughs> yeah, I, on, I won't karaoke. People try to give me karaoke. I'll only, I don't sing in the shower anymore because of the roommate factor, but I will sing my ass off in my car. Oh. And, and if you turn it loud enough, you can convince yourself that you're hitting the notes. There's no amount of alcohol out there that will make me do karaoke yeah that's it i never understood like this is the people try to add stuff to try to get them to do the thing that they don't want to do i went to like, nude karaoke last okay week, where's that um in tampa oh very cool what yeah. when's that i want to uh, go to that it's on it's at caliente nudist resort i went to a baby i shower. played a nudist colony when uh, doing comedy i went to a baby shower at a nudist resort wow. and i'm like this is my life yeah that's fantastic <laughs> But if the baby's naked, you may as well. S- but because it's been raining, yeah. we weren't able to do it outside. So we did it in the nightclub yeah. there at the nudist resort, which the karaoke was going on. And there's nothing like seeing someone naked sing their heart out. Yeah. It's like Interesting. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- this was the big like um, decision uh, when d- when we went to the nudist colony was to whether or not we should perform nude. And I think we decided that sort of it doesn't add anything to the art form and, and sort of in a way because because as a comedian, you're talking about relationships, you're talking about sex, you know, with these things. Sometimes you're like even as far as acting them out. So then to to be naked is then sort of like it becomes um, it takes away from like the performance mm-hmm. because now you're like you're like if the joke is about you having an erection or about dicks like now does you need to get right. an erection to right. finish the bit like it's this <laughs> weird thing um and then and then if you do that are you just sexually harassing everyone like well at this one you used to have to be naked yeah as soon as you were on the grounds it was like an enforceable law that you, you, had, to, that stuff, you yeah. had to be naked yeah management has taken over so now they're really lax about if you want to be naked be naked if not keep your clothes on yeah um management has also changed the um sex rule where they have multiple pools at this one right and they used to really get down on people who were having sex so the pool that's tucked away, they would always have like security standing there to make sure no one's no fucking. Well, they don't do that anymore. I was watching someone have sex. That's the fuck pool. Yeah. I oh. was like, oh come on. So you can so you can actually come. You can you can have sex fully clothed in the in the <laughs> sex pool now because of the rule changes. Because yep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's they changed great. Changed it, but yeah. So, but, um, but we have two nudist colonies in Tampa. Yeah. No shit. I should reach out to them. Yeah. I really, it's like it's another avenue really to try and 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 market this this album that I did, and it really, and it's just a good, 
it's like a good-minded group of people uh, as far as I'm concerned. It's like this idea that like we're all just equals. That's sort of like the what the thing that I get out of it. And it's like you go to uh, a nudist group and they're not talking about like what they do for a living like like everybody else does. You mm-hmm. go to you know, you go to a bar and everybody's just talking about But those places capitalism. are so expensive over no, that, sure. so you know that they so have you money. know they're doing fine, yeah. So wait, yeah. so do they live there permanent? Yeah. So they just so decided that's how they want to live their life. Right. So you And can, what's like the demographic can, age-wise? Um it's older at that yeah. one, mostly retirees. Yeah, honestly. so they basically just said, I don't want to have a house. I don't want to cook right. for myself. I don't want to do the thing. Well, no, they ha- they have their own. And there's million-dollar homes back there. No shit. There's um, condos, and the condos are still real nice. There's actually a few trailers in okay. there as well. So it's just a gated n- it's nudist just, community. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you can, you can live there, or you can just be a member and live elsewhere. This is the climate for it, though, right? You can't really do that in New York City. And then the one that I did was St. Louis. So like, so it's like they're just a group that meets up and they and they get in the house they go to the basement take the clothes off and they do the thing naked adventures they call it naked adventures naked (laughs) adventures yeah well shit this is uh this is a very fun episode um how do people follow you uh on the web what do you want them to tweet you do you want them to so uh, my twitter is acute underscore aphrodite okay and my website is graceevangeline.com cool um this is i don't know do we want to promote anything as far as uh, I don't know, this is the thing I didn't know until I got involved in in, in this podcast. Is that uh, if I don't put any commerce towards the stuff that I'm using, porn wise, then then chances are the person that uh, is in it didn't get any money either. Right. So I didn't know that. So I, I try to I try to pitch at the end that you, that pay for your porn. Um, uh, absolutely. There's uh, we, we live in an interesting market now where you can um, you can actually get exactly what you want yeah you can like you can you can like almost not to the effect of like write a script but you can like find the 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 niche that that you want to see that day and you can put some money into it and then you and then you can have it Mm -hmm. so do that um yeah i I, so i learned so i sort of learned to uh to to masturbate through like (laughs) 10 second clips like that that's what my life was for like like all throughout (laughs) high school college was just sort of ten second clips, and I would just stack them up, and it would be like it'd be like dominoes. You know, <laughs> that, I mean, you try the thing, and then you well, throw now off you can watch GIF, just watch it already play. Yeah, I don't know. That's not, that's not <laughs> enough, that's not enough for me. But yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> I f- I find that the older I get, the, that my appetites change quite a bit, and they and they sort of intensify, which makes me nervous. Oh well, that's that's me too. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty violent in what I like now, yeah. and I wasn't always like yeah. that. It's like every year, it's like yeah. I'm scaring myself. Right, now. it makes me nervous. It's yeah. like it's like where. Am I gonna be like like now? I under I finally understand like people that are like have hooks in their back and they're like hanging from the ceiling. I get like, it. Like I, I get, get I get I get what happened. Right. You had too much good sex. <laughs> you got too far. You got too far in Zelda, and now you can't go backwards. You're like you're at the main boss. Yeah. If you told me like ten years ago that I would be laying down where someone just pisses on me, I'd be like, no way. It's but not now, me. It's not now I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Drink this water. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> So there, so that's a little taste. That's a little taste of what of of, uh, of what you can find on uh, on the website. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you. I uh, thank you for having me in your home and trusting me. Uh, this is Dan Fregolette, Porn Stars of People podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Uh, we're on Stitcher and a bunch of the other apps. Wherever you found us, we're also on the other thing. Uh, we got some fun YouTube content for today. If you're if you're a listener, come check us out. Uh, if you're just seeing the YouTube, we also on SoundCloud, and you can listen to the episodes that way uh, mobily. Thank you so much for listening. Please. Uh, Uh, Keep tuning in. We drop a new episode every Sunday. Thank you so much.